Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. That's right, coming at you live from from York Towers, where it's pouring with rain. It's like ten degrees outside in like the middle of live June. Live from Twickenham, where it's been raining for ten years, <laughs> and uh, it's horrible. It's raining in your heart, I think. It, but let me tell you something. We it, it's episode ninety nine point five, boys. Ninety nine point five. We are closing in hard on on one hundred. Sips is here also. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> oh. It's raining in Sips. It's raining it's in, raining in my well. heart as well, guys, because, oh, fuck, I hate computers so much. God, they drive me crazy. You got a new computer. It's really annoying when, like, um, you get an issue with your computer and just it seems to shut down the world. Like, back before I had a smartphone or, like, anything like this, you know, if, I, if my computer was broken, I just felt completely unplugged yes it's like when the internet goes down oh my like, god oh, fuck what have i got installed that will run without the internet well do you know what happened to me yesterday and this 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 brought it back to home of me realizing shit maybe the internet isn't the only thing i need to worry about the water went out for the whole day oh. there's no water in the whole of southwest london like not just me it's like the whole fucking area some big uh i don't know what you'd call it pipe i guess something burst hang on ship sips believe doing a ship pipe no, it was not the ship pipe. It was some some big. It might have been uh, some like big a, filtration thing. It might have been like an offshoot of the installation of the ship pipe, though. You know, no, know, it definitely wasn't because it was water coming in. Right, it's nothing to do with the sewers. So this is just the some some big turbine thing. I don't know something like this somewhere just went and burst water everywhere. I presume, but it meant I mean, but the, not where you were. Not where we were. So the water pressure <laughs> dropped to zero. Wow. So I like it was fine. I turned on the tap. I came down at seven thirty. Made a cup of tea. Filled up the kettle. No problem. Off we go. But then when I went to get a cup of water just before we left, I was like, oh shit, there's no water. And the shower, I was like, oh shit, there's no water for the shower. And the toilet, I flushed it, and then it just there was no there was silence. And I was like, okay, this is bad. So yeah, it was out all day. So I went to the shop and I bought some bottles of water to bring back with me. Because I thought, you know, I'll have some some drinking water for during the day and when the kids come home and everything. And there was a picture on Twitter of this guy in my area. This is just at the, at the waitress, just up the road from me. He filled a shopping trolley with bottle after bottle of Highland Spring mineral water. And I mean, he <laughs> must have bought 50 to 60 big bottles of this. It was piled up yeah. and he's wheeling them up the road in a panic. And I'm like, we've been without water for like two hours. And this guy's already like... <laughs> 
It's the end, everybody. It's the end. Start stockpiling. It's, it's, I just can't believe it. Man. Well, the thing is, what they say is that, or obviously you've got a tank in your loft, right? Or have you not got that with like some no, cold no. water in it? No, no tank. Nothing Once like that. Once that's gone, We have no it's tank. Gone. We just have cold water mains. All right. So you're actually just everything. But I thought there was like a... Th- it's like a system in houses where it stored a small amount. They call of it water your septic tank, right? No, For, so I, I, I'm not sure why. Like that, that was what my all the the oh, old people tank I know. Is, is right, for I know, I know. those stuff. are things you, you don't bury. want to be drinking out of the septic tank. I'm pretty sure. I, I know, but but for some reason, people always called it the septic tank. Like I don't know why. Like that was what my my father-in-law and other people always called it the septic tank. Even though it absolutely right. was not that. It was not that. No. You you should have a water tank for unless you have like a a, a combi boiler. You should have a water tank. I have a combi somewhere. boiler. We have no oh, water that's why, tank. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you have an if you have an electric um, boiler, then yeah, you'll have a big you tank with water. It. What do they call but it? But a combi um, boiler just uh, nukes the water as it induction, comes in from the mains. An induction yeah. boiler, right? Is that what they call it? So it's basically um, like a giant kettle. It's got like, it's a, got like a big yeah. It's got a heating element, element yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. That's what my mum's got. Like those fancy showers yeah. i've got we've got one but we we have gas we like gas heats up the water but the element is just for backup so we have we have a tank right. well we just got like uh the boiler freaked out like it didn't it didn't know what to do the pressure dropped i turned on the water it was like ah, it just turned itself off which is a good thing yeah. you don't want the pilot like chugging away with no water in there so it just it's just like i'm just no, gonna it's shut like down. it's like chernobyl yes it know? was like chernobyl yeah. which is a great you show about a big you could have could have had a meltdown. In, My kids were like, saying, "Dad, the boilers—it's going to go critical." I was like, "Don't be ridiculous. The safety measures would never allow that to happen." Yeah. And then I ordered them into the bathroom. They came out, and their skin was peeling off their faces. <laughs> yeah. A combi boiler. Like, yeah, Dad, it's a combi boiler. It's done. Shut the fuck up. There's no way there's anything wrong with the combi boiler. Now get back to work, kids. And then they were like <laughs> melting and stuff. Yeah. It's just like in Chernobyl. Did you throw a book at them as well? <laughs> throw a book at them. I didn't. Yeah, you should have thrown on. a book at this. There's too, graphene everywhere in the bathroom, Dad. Brush your sodding <laughs> teeth. Get up there and brush your teeth. Oh my God! What a show! What a, what a dad! I love that guy. That show is ru- that show is ruined uh, me, by the way, because it was so fucking good. I can't watch anything. I can't find anything worth watching now. Like every time I watch something, I just get depressed. I think, oh God, I wish this was Chernobyl. I wish they just had. I wish they just you know dragged it on for like you know, eight seasons and the, the writing got progressively worse. <laughs> God, I'm glad just, they didn't. Yeah, I know. I am too. Yeah. It was just oh. so well done though. Holy they crap. They did it right because it, it wasn't it wasn't like the usual Netflix series which are 20 episodes long and half of those episodes would have just been people having conversations that you've heard before in another show. They just yeah. slightly yeah. reworded them. It's just like, come on, man. Like, it's uh. too many cliches. Like, they, it was nice and taut but it still felt like it didn't rush. It was great. Five episodes, done that's all you fucking need don't need to do 20 billion episodes everybody loved this show nice and neat and tidy bingo done yeah it was i love the, the guy in charge with the mustache who was just like ignoring everything don't be ridiculous he was like a cockney kind of russian guy yeah, which yeah. seems to be the i thing like now. the i like the the uh head of the the mining guild that goes down yeah, he was the, so the hot, big chubby naked so dude, hot he so has funny. to take his clothes off and he's like stark naked fucking trudging out of that tunnel that was hilarious. Oh, that was apparently great. this was all real and stuff yeah you know, like some of the most ridiculous things from the show are like actually have a lot of evidence or, or at least like they, they were in the book that this um there was a, a book that that was written i think called, yeah like, it's like a it's a, a weird thing i think it's hard to get like the uh the definitive answer because of how secretive the soviets were and how 
um, how how glossed over everything was, right? Yeah. It took them forever to even admit that there was an issue, yep. not only to the world, but to themselves, because they just couldn't handle the fact that they somehow failed or whatever. Like, the it's, it's such a weird, weird system. But yeah, I guess, it was uh, fucked up. What a fucked up government. Because it didn't last for very, very much longer after that, so. And obviously they had trouble with clean water as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> What did you, so what did you do? Like, did you, when did it come back on and it was all okay? Were there any, like, obvious issues with having no water? Well, you can't, you can't have a cup of tea. Luckily, because I I only put as much water as I need for, like, a cup of tea and a bit more to allow for, you know, some of it that's lost its steam. You could have, um, you could have just gone and bought... If that guy hadn't bought all the Highland Springs, know, you could have you could have got it yourself a couple of bottles and then. At I, least I, I bought made three tea. bottles of Volvic because that's what they had in the uh, the shop around the corner, and I thought right. that'll do. It'll, it'll be all right. And by about six o'clock, it was back on, so it wasn't too bad. But it was like you turn on the tap, and it was like, <laughs> and then the yeah. water started to come out. I was worried it would oh, be like black, God. grisly water, but it wasn't. It was fine. It's weird the things that you like take for granted, you never think about, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, the tap. and then. And it doesn't work one day and you're just completely, you realize how uh, exposed you become, right? Yeah. And like how, how ill-equipped you are for these things to, to not work sort of thing. Like imagine Shit. imagine that lasted for longer than it did. Imagine you had no water for like a week. What the oh, fuck would you do? It would be awful. Like that'd be crazy. Apparently they come around with big trucks and they and give you big plastic containers filled with water. Oh, but right. it's like, I mean, the, the, here's the other thing. The school closed. So I got a phone call. Uh, I actually got text messages at ten past nine. I was I was just playing dotes and, and chilling, and um, I I never look at my phone during the, when I'm streaming. It's just it's going away. If I get a phone call, I'll answer it. So there's another one at like quarter past nine, twenty past nine. Finally, they call me at ten past ten and say the school's closed. Can you come get your kids? I was like, yeah, cool. I'll be there in a sec. Finished my game. <laughs> Finished the game of dotes. Went down there to get them, and they were like, "Where have you been?" I was like, "What do you mean? They just called me." And they were like, no, the school's been closed pretty much since we got here. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> so they, my kids were just at school watching movies with all the other kids who also had bad parents and just chilling. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you're all right. No problem. So they just bad had a parents. day off. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, some, pa- some yeah. parents obviously got the message and legged it back in to grab their kids. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get the call till 10 past 10. Rocked up at half 10. And they said, where were you? So... Mrs. F is going to listen to this, but I lied to the kids. I told them that I I was in Richmond and it took me a while to get to the school. And they were they were that's a good excuse. Yeah, I thought I, yeah terrible. I don't want to tell them. Oh, Daddy just didn't check his phone. There was water spraying. That's out what on I the tell road. my kids too. I say, ah, fuck, I was in Richmond. Yeah, I was in Richmond. Sorry, kids. Yeah, I was like, and they were like, why'd you go to Richmond? I was like, you know, just do some shopping, nosing about. And they were like, huh? And then my youngest said, I thought you might have been playing Dota with your friends and not bothered to come to get us. I was like, no, that would never happen. But that was no. exactly what happened. <laughs> but they were right. What do you think I am? Some sort of piece of shit or something? Yeah, come on. What am I, a bad guy? Jeez. God, she's God. like a member of the KGB. She is Get She it. is canny as fuck, the youngest. She is a real... She's come up with a, her new thing. She's decided that I can't call her by a name anymore. I have to call her the Almighty Peb. P-E-B. I don't know where the right. fuck this name came from, but she is now the Almighty Peb. Peb. And she, she, I'm, okay. she said to me that I was her head minion, which I thought I was happy with that. And she gives orders as the Mighty Peb in this kind of booming voice, and we all have to scuttle around and do what she said. She thinks it's hilarious. Right. Well, that's the first mark of a megalomaniacal yeah. tyrant. Yeah, she's yeah. nuts. She might be the next Stalin. Yeah, let's vote for her because I mean, it's <laughs> got to be better than what and anything else on offer, right? It's Bojo yeah. or or 
or the mighty Peb. Bojo. Yeah, I mean, we've all, we've I, okay. Talking a bit about this, this is a good topic because about I sometimes Bojo. get this feeling, right? Like we're not talking about politics, are we? Uh, no, okay, no, we're good. not. Right. So sometimes I get this feeling right. when I am like attracted to ex- exposed, animals. right? Somewhere. Oh, you feel exposed, yeah. Like, no, for example, right? Like, what do you mean um, exposed? Well, the other day I went to get a delivery, okay, from the street, right? And obviously, I walked out of my place and didn't bring my wallet, keys, and actually, I didn't even bring my phone, okay? And I, I was down outside. And I was like, they're holding the sort of front door. Man, open. this just has all the hallmarks leading up to the worst story ever. Like, it's going to be something <laughs> really dumb. Like, this isn't a story. This I isn't was a locked story. out of my house all night long, and I'm so stupid I couldn't figure out what to do or something. Like, that's going to be the whole story, right? Well, but that's kind of like, yeah, basically. Like, give like, him a chance. Like, give okay, him a sorry. chance. This isn't a story. This isn't on, a story. It's an example. Tell it's us. just a feeling. Tell us. That, yeah, that that you know how like like. Anyway, long story short, I got locked out. Uh, right. I've done it before. Right. I had to like ring random numbers till they let me back in, and I felt really stupid. It's it's happened before, uh, and it will probably happen again. And luckily, someone answered, you know, and and was like, "I look, I'm not a nutcase. I'm sorry." So like, last time it happened, it was on Halloween, um, <laughs> and I was like ringing imagine, people. And I was okay. like, sorry, I, I, imagine you are sitting in your house or your apartment in this case, I guess, and somebody rings the uh the buzzer and you answer you're like hello they're like ah i've locked myself out um uh, of the front door can you buzz me in i live at you know 201 or something and you're like oh yeah sure i'll just buzz you in you don't think anything of it no then like five minutes later there's like a soft knock at your door like oh weird i wasn't expecting any company go and answer the door and then somebody just standing there kind of creepily staring at you and they're like hi and you recognize the voice as the person that got locked out. You're like, oh, uh, you got back in then. They're like, yeah, thanks for letting me in. And then they kill you because they were so <laughs> Imagine that. That would be so fucking creepy, right? Like well, you'd, that was you'd be creepy. shitting your pants yeah. the whole time. You'd, you're like, oh, because you'd have it running through your mind like, oh, fuck. I did let this person in. You know, they, I invited them in. Well, that's the and thing. It, it could be vampires. I am polite. But then instantly in the back of my mind, I put like, well, is that supposed person supposed to be in here? Yeah. Could he be robbing something? Yeah. Am I causing a criminal to gain entry illegally? Yeah. You know, but then at the same time, I'm polite, aren't I? If someone asks and like, you know, I'm going to let him pass. I'm not going to. Sure. I don't think I'm, you know, I think your politeness overrules a lot of your like anxieties around that stuff. But I mean, sometimes like, you know, sometimes, for example, we rely so heavily on our phones, you know, so maybe like, I don't know, you're you're off walking around somewhere and your phone dies or you lose your phone or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, fuck. How am I going to find any, any, I've got like my card on my phone now and stuff. Like, I don't even carry a wallet, you know, I've got like, if this piece of kit, I, I just fucking, you know, accidentally drop it or drop it down a toilet or it just, someone nicks it or whatever. Like when I was on holiday, you know, I was just thinking, fuck, I'm, it, it wasn't actually that bad. But you know what I mean? Like there were these occasional moments where... <laughs> You were confronted by like the vulnerability uh, that you're that you're in, you know, a bit like with the electricity or the the power or the internet or like water yeah. going out. You know, there's a lot of things that can, can can kind of that we rely on and we just totally take for granted. Hmm. It makes me scared. Listen, I had a similar situation not long ago either. We have like this mechanism for our bathtub with the plug. You just twist it to the side and the plug pops open, you drain the water out or whatever. Um, and then you twist it back to the other side 
to close it. So like you, you leave it open. Then when you run a bath, obviously close it and stuff. So I'd run, I'd run Did a you bath. Just explain how a plug hole works. Just in case you didn't know. Okay. I, we, <laughs> you never know nowadays. <laughs> you, you, you never know. So there's people out there who probably never had a bath before. You know, they just have showers or whatever. They don't understand how a plug works. It's understandable, right. I guess, but at the same time, kind of alarming. But whatever. I thought I should explain. So I have. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I run a bath. I don't normally take baths. Every once in a while, like, I feel, like, a bit sorry for myself. I'm like, fuck, I could really go for a nice hot bath, you know? Like, why not? I'll just, like, just have a soak and have a nice bath. So I run a bath, take a bath. It's really nice. Watched a bit of Netflix while I was in the bath. Controversial. I know my wife doesn't like it, but whatever. I do it anyway. <laughs> so uh, so I'm done. I get out and um, I go to twist the fucking thing for the plug. And it's just like not working. It's like all loose and it's not catching. So, oh, fuck. So this bathtub is just full of like gross water. My gross water that I've left in there with no way of draining it out. And it took like two days before like the plug loosened up enough for me to like get a knife under there and of course it's all murky water right it's all soapy murky water so you can't see so i'm like in there fiddling around with this like bread knife trying to get this plug open and stuff the bath is just completely off limits and every time i go into the bathroom it was so depressing you look in this there's like just this gross like you know, the soap had started, like, leaving a film along uh, around, like, the edges and stuff. Jesus. And it was, oh, fuck, it was just the worst. And I, at that moment, I thought, like, oh, Christ, you know, like, I took this plug for granted this like, whole time. you just, like, it out into the toilet? No, I mean, that's a lot of effort when you could just, right. like, you know, eventually just get it. wait two days. A butter knife, yeah. So once I got, once I got it open... Um, I found out the, what the problem was. There's like a screw thing that had gone in too far, I think like from misuse or something. So I had to like wow. unscrew it a little bit to give it a little bit more leverage so that it would start popping again. I, I have to say something at this point. You criticized <sighs> Lewis yeah. for his story about being locked out. And you've uh-huh. just spoken for five minutes about a plug that was stuck I in know. a plug hole. <laughs> I know, it's pretty bad, isn't it? It highlights, though, just how stupid we've all become like, as, a, <laughs> as a race. You know, like we've got all these comforts and luxuries that we take total, totally for granted. We didn't have to fend and off a pack of wolves. No, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have our, to. a wagon train from uh, angry natives. Yeah, exactly. We had a we, stuck plug hole and Lewis was locked out for five minutes. We didn't have minutes. to secure our watering hole and stuff. We're not nomadic in any way either. We, you know, just stay in the same place all the time. Ugh. Oh man, Flax, I was playing. I played. I did a three, three back-to-back playthroughs of RimWorld, which, in retrospect, was <laughs> like uh, Jesus. not the best. <laughs> I'm having an allergic reaction to that concept. Yeah, I know. It's a very uh, anger-inducing did you, game. Did you complete the playthroughs? Like I did. Yeah. Well, all three of them were sort of successful the first two were definitely successful in that we launched the ship and stuff and it was fine um you know there's a couple of deaths along the way but nothing major it was it was all right so the third one we were playing on um on rough which was which was pretty rough but we had a um we had a colony value of like almost half a million so the the raids were getting tough like right. i go to uh start up the ship which starts the 15 days of raids and um the first raid we get is a big mechanoid raid with like sixteen centipedes, mm. which is tough. Yeah, I mean they're they they're 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 tanky as fuck. And they how many hit guys do you too. have at this point? Uh, pff, like twenty maybe. I think. And, and are they 
Do you have any mods like the Glitter World weaponry mod and stuff like that? I was using a Smoke Leaf Industries mod, which um, seemed to artificially inflate my colony value, which I think was why we were getting weeks. yeah we were getting such huge raids in the end. Uh, but nothing like there wasn't anything that I got from it that was like super OP or anything. So you were to basically these raids. like Pablo Escobar in space. Yes, and the the other cartels were raiding you to try and steal your yeah. yayo. So so we're dealing with this this raid and it's not going well and then as this is happening we get uh raided by pirates who oh, uh, decide to use sappers yeah so we're fighting like in this kill box and these guys are sapping in and stuff and basically everything went to shit really quickly and everybody ended up dying or getting kidnapped or whatever but the ship is still powering up and in the ship is terry the tortoise who's been <laughs> in a crypto sleep <laughs> casket for like five years at this point uh, just waiting to go. And then so uh, so I rage quit because I was so angry because we'd spent so much time building up this colony and everything. It started off as a rich explorer run. So we started right. with one person and yeah, managed yeah. to, to get all one. that way. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, so then I started playing something else. I got bored of it very quickly. And then uh, people were talking about the RimWorld playthrough in chat. So I was like, oh, fuck, I still want to launch this ship. So I'll go back. So I, I didn't save Scum because I was playing commitment mode. So it right, saved right, right. exactly where I left off sort of thing. But we saw it. We, we kept playing. Even though everybody had died, we said, OK, let's keep playing. So raid after raid would come in, burn down the crop, steal a bit of shit or whatever. Uh, some guys would die to like landmines or whatever. It was pretty funny. Uh, and this whole time, nobody's going anywhere near the ship. So the ship is just slowly powering up with Terry in it. And every and and everybody's just like, it looked like something out of Fallout. The whole base was in total disrepair. There's crap everywhere, blood and dirt and dead bodies <laughs> everywhere and stuff. Uh, but then like where the ship was, was just like fine. <laughs> it had been like sieged a couple of times as well. So it had taken some damage, but it was still fine. And then we managed to launch just Terry. Uh, God in the bless end. him. I know. So he Terry Terry went to space for his third time. So some in, some uh, ancient or some future civilization will will find this yes. mysterious ship with this yeah, cryo with a, turtle with and a ninety four year old. <laughs> <laughs> he had Alzheimer's and he was missing oh. an eye as well. So <laughs> this yeah. must be a very special creature. Yeah, they must have really liked this guy a lot. He's why is he in space even? He built this entire craft to rescue this sacred turtle. That's right. So yeah, it was man, that game makes me so angry, but also makes me so happy at the same time. It's such a it's such an odd game that just elicits such a, a, a weird medley of emotions. Oh, There's God, nothing like it. Yeah. It's, there is nothing like it. It's a great It's a great game, but at the same time, man, I passionately hate it as well. Fuck oh, me. Man. It's the worst. Sounds like fo Football Manager. <laughs> it sounds like Football... Yeah, it's pretty much exactly like Football Manager. Yeah. It's rage-inducing. You, you, yeah. you guys haven't played Football Manager, so you don't know. But no. it, trust me, it is fucking rage-inducing. And then there'll be moments when it's genuine elation and it's great. So it's just one of those games. Like, it, it, if you, if I think if a really a really good game should evoke rage at times because you're you're invested in it, like deeply yeah, I invested suppose, in yeah. it. Yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't particularly enjoy feeling angry, but it's like frustration. Frustration's a funny one too, because you're, you know, deep down when you when you think about it, you're just you're just mad at yourself, right? You're mm -hmm. you're angry because you've made a mistake, and you you kind of realize that you have made a mistake. Like even in that playthrough, 
like thinking back on it, I could have handled things better, but I didn't at the time. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was a, it was a tricky situation and the decisions I made weren't the best. You look back and you're like, ah, fuck, I could have done that better. Maybe I would have survived or whatever. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. It doesn't, it doesn't leave you feeling great though. I felt like really bummed out for the rest of the day, (laughs) which is (laughs) unfortunate really, but I didn't get that far into it, but yeah. No, but this was like, this, this was like sort of on top of the audio issues I'm having and stuff as well it just felt like everything was going wrong sort of thing so yeah not the not the best but whatever you know you win some and you lose some so this week we've had e3 going yeah yeah oh my god which is obviously like a big a big a big event that i've been to quite a few times e3 do you guys not find it just like total fucking cringe like i couldn't even watch it for longer than like 10 minutes it was so bad i I watched the the, um the ea thing on the friday because i noticed the ea have done their own thing just before e3 rather than go to e3 even though I don't think that what they had to show off was big enough to warrant your own thing. Like, I think they should have gone to E3, but I don't know what the deal is anyway, whatever. I watched it and they had this guy presenting it. And whenever I watch these presenters, I realize that even though, like, what we all do is very sort of in front of a camera and an audience and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I've done that live stage show stuff and I've done big audiences and I've done live streaming. I could never do that because they come on and they go, hey guys, super excited to be here. Really hyped. Who's hyped? The crowd goes, woo. I I couldn't do that. Like that fake, I'm so into this and laughing. (laughs) People's awful jokes and stuff. I, I couldn't do it. Like I'd go out there and be, hey, welcome to E3. This is the game we've got to show you. I hope you like the trailer. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? No yeah. hype. That's what a lot of people no do hype. end up doing. But yeah, some some of these people... It's like they're a Blue Peter presenter, you know? Yeah, and that, that, that's what I'm realizing, that they probably get paid decent money for that. Sure. And everybody knows them. And I'm sure that when they live stream or do their fucking stupid podcast, that it's real popular and people really like them. And I, I, I don't know ne- why. I, I, I'm Who? never going to be that likable guy. And I feel like it's Who's a big hole. Who's decided that that's what people want to hear, though? Like, it, it makes... It, it just... It, it puts me off. I couldn't watch the rest of it. Like like what you were describing there, the weird hamminess and like the robotic corporate messages yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, well, who are you talking to? I assume there's an audience. Like I, I play these games all day, every day, and I like them. I, like it's, it's, not a, it's not a sales pitch at this point. Like just be humble and fucking present your game and let's move on here, you know? Like, like the, they had the one for Star Wars Fallen Order or whatever it's called. Fallen Over, right? Did they have a fake crowd of people cheering well i they had a crowd now i assume that they were shills yeah apparently for bethesda it seemed like they were paid shills they must have been i've been to e3 and i feel like those people aren't those people are maybe it's just an american thing you know the kind of people who get excited about things cheering i don't know like we're a bit more reserved but they're not scared to show that they're passionate about something that the like consoles yeah but passionate passionate about a product like passionate about a product really uh, his, yeah, his, Call of Duty! <laughs> I love Call of Duty! God damn it, yes! Call of Duty, just do one, yes! FIFA, yes! FIFA! That's oh, I love FIFA! Yes! Madden! Oh, John Madden! Yes! Why? Why do they do that? I don't know. Who are those people? Yeah, I don't right, know. I'm, thing, I'm excited right? about certain things and I would never be like that. I would when, I, when, I, when I was at TI and they unveiled a new hero, people lost their shit. Like, absolutely lost their shit. Like, they had a big live thing. It was like a now a special presentation. And then they rolled this CGI trailer of Monkey King. And everybody went nuts. And then they had this stage with all these guys dancing around. 
dressed as monkeys, like I'm serious, and they did all this big dance, and it was a big production, everyone was super hyped. And then they announced a, like another hero, and people were like, ah, oh, shit, like when Pango and Willow and all this, like the, the crowd went fucking nuts, and I was like, oh shit, like I was hyped. And I'm thinking maybe they just feel the same way about the new Madden game as I feel about <laughs> Dota, even though we, we can't believe it. I think my issue is that they, they're hyped about loads, about everything. I know. Like, you gotta be hyped about one thing. Like, I can't believe you're just hyped about, I just love everything. Like, then I I, I don't buy your hype. Like, you can't be excited about everything. There well, must be limits. This is this, because at Remember at BlizzCon, you know, we had the crowd kind of being the opposite of hyped about Diablo Immortal and stuff like this. Yeah. Know? So it does happen. I don't know, though, because I always thought those conferences were packed full of journalists, you know, and... But, but I, I'm beginning to think that there must be some shills in there. There must it be. can't be. And they must just be there to, to rile up the crowd and to, to make the crowd more. Yeah, maybe people cheer more if other people are cheering. Yeah. Maybe. Like a little seed to like start the noise. It's, and... it's like the context though, right? Like sometimes you can... I think like the infectious crowd thing exists like if you're at the World Cup and your team scores or something. You know what I mean? Sure. I could imagine like cheering and going nuts and stuff there. But for the announcement of a video game, I don't think I could ever be moved to to cheer to that extent. You know what I mean? Like, it, like if you show me a trailer for something, like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. You know, like that's the extent of it for me, Rim I think. World 2. Yeah, I don't think I would be any more sort of uh, animated than that. I can't imagine it anyway. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just not. It's just not that sort of thing. I don't think it's like watching a trailer for a movie. You know, like I guess like people do whoop and go crazy when they see Star Wars trailers and stuff. So maybe it is a thing. I don't know. I think they used Jack to because there's these fake. Well, I say fake, but these real. I guess react. It's it's a big thing on on oh. YouTube that you get. There's always some fucking guy crying as he's watching the Star Wars trailer. Shit. <laughs> that I love that. Was so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. God, it's like weird, but I mean funny. that dude. That dude lives for lives for that. It's fair enough. He that's must his. Do, that's yeah. his whole thing. Sure, yeah. And, and I guess if you're super into something, more lore and more canon stuff and more characters being poured on gives you more stuff to be a massive nerd about, and that's fine. Yeah, like, I, I support so. that. I the problem agree. is that when they had the the they had the Battlefield Five guys on, and it was like the designer and some guy who does like the plot or some shit and something else. It was just super lame because no one's getting fucking excited about Battlefield 5. Come on, bro. And they, they kept pointing to people. He knows what I'm talking about because it's like they work for the company. So they're pointing to people Ugh. who work for the company. They're like in the front row. I'm like, what? The other thing Nobody's that I can't... excited for Battlefield 5. I can't get my head around how people are getting so excited for remakes. I mean, holy fuck. Like, you've, you, you've already paid for this game and played it, like, back when it was first made. And now you're going to just buy it again and play it and because it's re been remade and with like better graphics or something come on i mean that, that's not like an announcement to get hyped about and people are just like yeah. absolutely gobbling it up it's crazy i don't know like i i don't know like like i think it's a lot of i like i like seeing that real actual if it is real raw emotion and passion because it, it makes me jealous in a way of the, that i'm not as excited as I was when I was a kid, you know, like when you're a kid and you're excited about a new thing that's coming out, it's like, oh my God, you know, 
that level of excitement is like, you know, something you don't necessarily feel that much as you start growing I up. I know, but you you're know? not like even fully emotionally developed at that point in your life. That's the big difference, right? Like you have no fucking way to handle certain news. Like you, your brain isn't quite there yet sort of thing. So you're, I don't you're, know what it is. It might be a combination of You're never going to be like that. Well, you shouldn't really be like that as an adult, but I guess like some people still are. I guess, I guess also we've been eroded down by disappointments and you know reality i don't want to say this like really but what are you guys actually genuinely excited for like what are you excited for like sex um right titties with your significant other like what are you what any, you any kind of sex i really like you know sex. what gets me excited knowing that the next day i don't have much to do in the morning and i'm probably not going to get woken up and when I go to bed, I get a bit giddy. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be able to, like, sleep longer than usual. That gets yeah, me Yeah, a lie-in is a big one. <laughs> wow. I, I, like, literally, I, I get excited for things like Mrs. F is going to be taking the kids away for a week and I can just fucking slob out for a week. That's genuine yeah, yeah. excitement. Like, that's yeah, really yeah. edge of my seat, roller coaster level of excitement. That I'm like, yeah. yeah! Like, it's just so hard. What do you do? You go buy some beers and some mountain Highland Spring just in case the water goes out. <laughs> yeah. You get some Doritos. I just, you, I actually, I actually eat pretty well. When I'm going I, to a stag away. party in Portugal next month, and that's exciting. I'm excited oh, that will for that. Be. Where are you going? To Lisbon. Oh, for nice. Like yeah, yeah. Three nights. Yeah. We're, like, it's a long stag party. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited for we, that. I, I did that about, God, it must have been about 10 years ago with my, I think my mate Tim. And we went yeah. to somewhere, I think it's called Alba Fuera. I think that's right. I might have the name. Right. And it's literally a place that's been constructed for British people to go and drink. Um, right. And there's a beach. That's that's it. Perfect. It's pretty, it's pretty terrible. Um, no, that's that's great. I like that. It was great. I'm we excited were in the hotel, about that. Woke up at like 11. In the bar by 12, you know, we were just sitting there by the pool drinking until we got enough energy to go into town. Nice. And we were sitting there drinking and there were these very attractive women about 50 meters away, top, topless sunbathing. Uh, probably not even 50, probably more like 30. Like we got a good look at them. We're like, holy shit. Right. And we're looking at them. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they're like, literally, they just walked up, they looked around, they tops off and they were just sunbathing right there on the grass. And I was like, wow, that's ballsy. Like, well played. And we're drinking and we're chatting. And then this, we're, we're, me and my mate are having a good look at them. There's about 15 of us sitting around. And this guy comes up behind me and he plants his hand on the table. And he goes, you see those girls over there? And I thought, oh, I'm fucked. Like, I'm absolutely fucked. And I see my mate Sparky sitting opposite me and he's sort of, he's looking at me like, oh, shit. So <laughs> yeah, I thought this rumble. guy was about, I thought he was going to say, that's my fucking daughter, you cunt, and just wallop me one and I would have just been destroyed. <laughs> but instead he goes, they're Spanish brass, mate. And I said... Oh, really? I, having no idea what Spanish brass meant. I thought he meant they were like senior politicians from Spain. Like the high brass <laughs> from Spain. That was the first thing that popped into my head. No, I mean, that's, yeah, I can see how that would be. I yeah. have still no idea what Spanish right, brass so means. It means they're, they're, top, they're, they're top military officials for <laughs> Spain. It's a part of the hunter. No, it means they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're prostitutes. Like brass means prostitutes. I don't know. I, I, I don't know right. what that, if it's rhyming slang or. Um, or if it's right. just a, a slang word or whatever. But apparently there were Spanish prostitutes. And he then went on to tell us that some of his mates had already partaken of these ladies. And right. wow. he, he said, fill your boots, lads. And I was like, thank you very much. Wait, Still not knowing so where, what he do meant. Do you proposition them or is that their downtime? 
like, no, no, you just go up. Like this is this is like the billboard. You just go up to them in broad daylight and you say, "Hey, let's do it." And they're like, and they say, "Cool." And they have a hotel room, and you go to the hotel room, and you have sex, and you pay them. Like that's it. Right. When he when for a moment, I thought my 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 head was about to be stoved in by a very large, very tattooed English. This is good to know. Where does this happen? In Portugal, you said. In Portugal, yeah, Albuquerque. Where I'm going. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Good but to But the know. place we were staying at was an absolute fucking dive. It was awful. Well, yeah. Like, we yeah, were like no, three it's... to a room. It was filthy. There were people there, lots of families there, but like the worst kind of families. Like, this little kids running around with no sunscreen on, and it was fucking boiling. Like, it was so hot. Yeah. These kids were just yeah, yeah. lobstering right there in front of you. And I was just like, damn, these parents don't don't have any idea but yeah it was it was uh it was an interesting uh, weekend we got absolutely fucked up i tell you what my goodness nice well i look for, uh, see that's so lewis back to what you're saying i that i'm looking forward to that i think that's gonna be fun but so, so conservatively who, I, I looking forward to it you know what i mean i'm not like whooping in my chair and stuff like i don't i don't need to like i don't need to hoop and holler about it like i it's can just tell like, lewis yeah. has more questions i'm jealous right I, I i want to be that guy who is passionate about star wars i want to be on holiday i want to be a I want to be excited about stuff. I, I just feel like I need more. There's nothing really on my radar at the moment, which I'm like, oh, I'm really anticipating this thing. Yeah, but like, we're not, older not... now. I think being super excited for things is something that younger people feel because they haven't been let this down. Is life, this, this is life's way of preparing. You know, life is a death sentence, Lewis, and life <laughs> has a way of preparing you for your up. inevitable death. And that's uh, <laughs> as slowly as you get older and you're approaching this age now, Lewis, I can, I can safely say... You get less excited about things. Things on your body stop working. And this all leads but, up to the point at which you die. And then the it's, it's by design so that when you get to that point, you're like, well, fuck, my dick doesn't work anymore. It hasn't worked for years. Uh, sat fucking, in a murky bath of water for two days. You know, I, I can't fart properly anymore. It doesn't feel good. I can't even sleep. You know, like all the things that you like start to like become problematic for Chipped you. Away. And then when right. you're on your deathbed, you're like, you know what? Fuck this gay world anyway sucks you know i can't even sleep <laughs> properly anymore my dick doesn't work anymore all video games suck now they're, they're just remaking old games and trying to sell them as new games and duping so all the gamers that, that out there life is life is miserable so you don't mind dying no uh, i think it progressively gets more so so that you don't mind dying yeah i think, I we, think we, it's we do get more cynical as we get older yeah it's exciting up to a point like then, everything seems exciting like my kids now still look at toy adverts and think that looks amazing yeah. and they get it and they're like oh it's pretty garbage actually like they're, they're still at that point where they get excited about stuff that i'm i know to be suspicious because i remember having those disappointments yeah i think as your life goes on you you get more and more familiar with the feeling of disappointment and that I wasn't as good we, as I thought it was. But that's why I don't that's why we don't get excited, because you don't want to invest too much in well, I think you can something. actually get yourself excited about stuff if you like go um, start looking around. Because remember Sips was really excited about getting that <laughs> Nissan Leaf or whatever the car. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you know what? I got an update car, on right? that actually. I got to uh sit inside a uh a, a Renault is it Renault? <laughs> Renault Zoe? You know, the electric cars? Wow. I got to sit in one. It was like, it was just like, 
<laughs> it was just cha- pure chance as well. We went to this. Oh my um, gosh! I know what there was a lucky like day. what a what a boon, what a boon. No, no, there's a motor show over here, and so it's all well, outside, and there's a fun lady fair. Lady Luck and... really shined upon you there. Yeah, no, day. no. Listen, listen. So we're walking over there. There's bouncy castles for the kids and stuff, and I thought, ah, oh, fuck, wait for it. It's just gonna be a whole day of standing around watching kids on a bouncy castle. You know, like that's the only reason we were going because the kids knew that there was bouncy castles. Might get an ice cream, but have one before. So it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. We'll go and stuff. <laughs> so we're walking over there, and then there's like all there. There was like racing and stuff. There's like motorbike racing. There was all these like vintage cars on display and stuff. And then um, there's this huge area with food and and everything. So we're walking through there, and then there's all these like brand new cars on display. So I'm walking by, and I see this fucking electric car, the Renault Zoe. It's like a dream like, car. Oh my yeah, god! And I was it's like, like one of those moments where like like a hot woman ca- catches your eye and walks by I'm you in the street. Because I'm still working on my wife with this, right? She still is like, no way, we're not getting an electric car. They're not big enough. They suck. They're too quiet. They're dangerous and shit. So I was like, uh, hey, look, look what's here. And she's like, oh, great. And then, uh, of course, like this fucking, you know, Stan the Coffin salesman appears out of nowhere with his arms flailing everywhere. And he's like, hey, I noticed that you're interested in this car, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, trying to sell it hard and stuff. He's like, why don't you sit inside it and try it out? And says, all right, fine. So I sat inside it and I got turned it on and everything. And was looking <laughs> at mind, like, you're like, I'm going to get one over. I was, looking at, I was looking at the instrumentation and stuff. And my family had like... You know, in in the 20 minutes I was doing that, immediately just walked away and started continuing towards the uh, bouncy castles and stuff. So so it was good. Uh, But then afterwards, my wife was like asking a few more questions than she normally would about an electric car. So uh, we might be getting somewhere, guys. We might. Good good luck. It might be working. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to say um, on the last Triforce, I went to Birmingham for the the Birmingham uh, Dota tournament that we had at the start of the month. And I just wanted to say that an awful lot of people came up and said how much they liked the Triforce podcast. I want to say thank you to them. Oh, and I also wow. had something. This is the first time this has ever happened. I don't know if you guys experienced this. This uh, very, very nice girl came over. She was in the cosplay competition. I don't want to out her as a Triforce fan because you never know. We might, you know, people might not appreciate it's it. A and she said to me, oh, hi, Perian. Thanks very much for, you know, do, doing the cosplay thing. And I was like, no problem. And then she said, oh, by the way, I have a gaping vagina. Although she said, I have a cavernous vagina. Well, which, of course, was. I don't know if that necessarily means she's a fan. She might just be, t- no, t- no. you know, she might just be stating a fact. No, she didn't. She, she said, I, I love the podcast. She followed up with that. And I said, you are the first oh. woman that's ever actually used what I thought was the, the, the gendered version of I have a tiny penis. Women, women could say they have a gaping vagina. And she did it. I was like, you're the first one because normally women say to me i have a tiny penis i was like i got you i really hope someone overheard <laughs> they did you a couple of people with old 45 year old man <laughs> talking to hot 20 something <laughs> cosplay vengeful spirit or whatever she was dressed yeah. as she's like all of her makeup on and she turns to you oh i really hope someone overheard that and just double take the fuck it was out magic it. it was a great a great birmingham moment i tell you what nice it was right oh. in the middle of the arena like there's all the you know we're, we're just on the floor near the stage and everything and she says that i was like cool so yeah, i was happy <laughs> wow God. that's the right i gotta response. say I, I, we do get a lot of cool. compliments on the triforce podcast surprisingly i don't know why yeah, God but they do why. all seem to come from guys like there, there, there are a lot of women that listen to the podcast. A, a lot of them. Um, I've actually got uh, shout out to Mrs. Flax. Yeah, she listens to it. Yeah, Mrs. There, Flax. There's a, there's a surprising number. Uses it to check up on you. So yeah, it feels like no, she loves it. Like more of, she loves it. Like she really does. Out. 
She's trying to find out your inner workings through this podcast. Because she's like, slipping so up. I, I heard you were I heard you were on a stag do uh, in, in Spanish Beach. I and, heard that uh, you were admiring some Spanish brass. No <laughs> dinner for you tonight. I, I believe I've already told her that story. And I cooked the dinner, you sexist bastard. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, oh. I'm so old-fashioned, sorry. Sorry to interrupt anyway. Yes, thank you, everyone. But yeah, it was, it was a great event. Birmingham was great. And uh, yeah, thank you to all the people that came up and said you like the podcast. It yeah, thanks. I got some news heart. too. It was my uh, birthday last week, but everybody oh, forgot. Oh, happy so, birthday. Uh, it's, thanks. You kept that quiet. Who cares? Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. We're too old. Uh, it's too- imagine, imagine if you said that to anyone else, like in the office <laughs> or like your kids. Yeah. They were like, it's my birthday today. And, and you just said... Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Just in their face. But we know. Yeah. Like, no, none cares? of us, we know that none of us gives a shit. No, Like, yeah. that's it. That's why this is a safe space for cynicism. We know that no one else cynicism. gives a shit about our birthday. We don't it's care. True. I don't it's care. True. I don't want you guys to give a shit about my birthday. Who cares? It's like a yeah. hangover from being a kid, you know, and having a special day all for you. Yeah. You know? I guess people remembered your guys' birthdays. So no, you, you, my you kids, have that confidence I... to say who cares, but... <laughs> Wait, no one? Everybody forgot mine, so... Wait, even your wife? Yeah. No, I don't believe you. That pause <laughs> no, tells everything. No, she remembered. Of course she did. <laughs> she, re- she remembered. I go on to see, what are you, 37? 37? Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay, so 30, 39, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Second, okay. second try. Lucky. If it was the big one, I'd understand. But yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I mean, geez, my birthday now. I get the I get a card from the kids. That means everything. Yeah. Because uh, they they write it themselves. Like I I prefer them to draw a card or they choose a card, which always makes me laugh because they're always really insulting. They choose the yeah. meanest card that they can. I'm like, cool. Like that's funny. <laughs> My kids said, "What do you want to have for What do you want to have for dinner tonight? Because it's your birthday." So I said, "Oh, you know what I would really like for my dinner tonight for my birthday." Just like uh, broccoli with spinach sauce all over it for my birthday dinner. And they were like, uh. <laughs> um, so I didn't get my birthday dinner, the one that I wanted. We had pizza instead, which was, you know, secretly what I really wanted. But Oh, I see. That's um, very clever. It's just a little she knew. Just a little joke I like to do with my, my kids, you know. <laughs> just a little That's a good fun one. little joke I like to it's do a good with one. my family. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, a good one. it's a great one. Yeah, it's a real nice one. I could just see the kids' faces fall when you told them. Oh, my God. But they look mortified because <laughs> they because they thought there was an actual chance of that happening but <laughs> fuck i wouldn't even <laughs> right talking of food talking of food th- this is a good segue into a yougov poll that came out a couple of days uh, yesterday actually uh the best classic british foods brackets savory okay? oh yeah i saw this so saw they this. had were... god tier top tier mid tier low tier and crap tier i have a lot of problems right. with this list because first of all, beef wellington is not low tier, all right? Pork pies and steak and kidney pies are not low tier. To many people, scotch eggs are not low tier. Bubble and squeak is great. And then listen listen to crap tier. They've got- Do they have a category for beef gravy on there? Because that's pretty- Sorry, popular. so what's in the god tier? God tier is Yorkshire pudding. Obviously. Right. Sunday roast. Sunday roast, mm-hmm. yeah. Fish and chips. Oh, yeah. Goes without saying. Crumpets. Crumpets, Full English breakfast. What about a vindaloo yeah. curry? Bacon sandwich. Well, here's the thing. Oh, Mid-tier sandwich, oh. is chicken tikka masala, because that's the actual right. only food that... Well, here's the thing. There was a guy on Twitter who was upset when I, I when we claimed that chicken tikka masala was British. Of course it was not was. British. Yeah. But <laughs> if you look up the, the origins of chicken tikka masala, um, when the first sort of waves of immigrants coming from, from India and the subcontinent were coming to England and establishing restaurants and things, that was when the big boom in Indian food 
uh, I should say like South Asian cuisine really, uh, started to come out in, in the UK. And chicken tikka masala was a dish that they, I assume, devised uh, for Western palates and, and British palates because it wasn't too spicy. It was it was nice. Yeah, and smooth. I think a lot of the Indian food that you get in Britain is uh, is like it's kind of like Chinese food in America. You know, it's like yeah, it's it's, it's all for the locals. I mean, I, I've eaten Chinese food in in China. Yeah, and it's I mean, for one thing, you can't really say Chinese food because it's like huge variance in, in cuisines and styles from all over this no, no, huge but, area. Yeah. But what we think of as as Chinese food, you cannot get over there. Like you have to go to a restaurant over here, which has a lot of Chinese customers. And I, if you go to Chinatown, you kind of get that a bit, but there's there's a few restaurants around. There's one in Teddington, actually, which is shit hot. And if you go there on a Sunday for dim sum, it's it's literally you'll be the only non-Chinese person in there. Nice. And that's how you know it's good. Yeah. And it, it's it's authentic shit and really, really, really good. It's so but weird. I, no, none of those would make the list for for classic British foods because they're, they're just not. Like, they're imported styles of food that have been slightly changed. But chicken tikka masala, the actual recipe, apparently... It's adapted for British palate. Yeah, well, well apparently yeah. chicken tikka masala specifically was created in Britain for British people. So It was in Liverpool, wasn't it, or something? Somewhere, probably somewhere like that, yeah. Weird fucking story. But cauliflower yeah. cheese is mid-tier. Well, really? Cauliflower cheese is god-tier. I... I think it's. I think it depends on first of all you where you brought up because I think in different parts of Britain people don't have these things. I never had cauliflower cheese really as a kid or growing right, up. Here's a problem: Cornish pasties mid-tier. Now here's a, here's yeah, my mean, problem. So, some people pointed stations. out that you can get some really garbage pasties and that maybe that's what people are judging it by. But then they shouldn't call it Cornish pasty because if it's a Cornish pasty. It's from fucking Cornwall, maybe Devon, and they're the fucking business. And you can't put them in mid-tier. That really ticked me off. Right. So this whole list can fucking do one, honestly. What do you think needs to be added? I mean, where's the cup of builder's tea? That surely is up there at gold tier. What about like a kick? No, no, no. These are classic like, British you know foods. Like savory, for one thing. That was sweet, what you mentioned there. So this is like oh. dishes that you would serve, not just like a thing you can buy in, in Tesco's, you know, for 50p. I'm talking about like an actual thing that you could serve for dinner, really, or for lunch, most of these, or breakfast. So these are like meals, rather than just a, a specific I thing. I mean, the thing is, like, it, it does definitely just depend. Like, I grew up in a little village, and we had a little a chip shop called Wong's Fish Bar. It was right. like a little Chinese chip shop. And they always, they sold chips, savaloys, um, and some bits of fried fish, yeah. uh, like p pork balls and prawn balls and chicken chow mein. Chicken chow you know, mein. The re regular stuff. Cream of some young chicken guy. Chicken chow mein. You could, order, you could order all the regular <laughs> stuff, right? It was not Chinese at all, really. It was very, uh, it was very anglicised. Yeah. I think it, there, there's a there's a chip shop uh, near me that's um, run by, uh, I think they're Chinese. I always wondered, why would you come all the way to England with all this undoubted knowledge of, of Chinese cuisine, just to, to do fish and chips. I kind of feel like- Because it's so popular and they make money off of it, I guess. Like, but Chinese food is pretty popular. There's loads of Chinese restaurants. It there. is, but chips are more popular, I would say. Like, I think they like having their own business. But I also think that often people actually will find that these, these shops have been run for like 50, 30, 40 years Oh, you now. think maybe they bought it from someone else and they were like, cool, we can keep running this. And Yeah, but I think like, I, I think they probably start off with like, I know like the takeaway place that's close to, to, to my place does all sorts of stuff. Like you can get pizza there, you can get curries there, you can get chips, you can get like Chinese food. Like they do everything. You know, you know what it reminded me of? You, you'll know this reference. Do you remember in, in Seinfeld when he goes into that restaurant 
where the guy, the Indian guy is um, uh, Babu, is running, the, he's serving yeah. like macaroni cheese and stuff. And he says, Babu, yeah. you should cook your own cuisine. And Babu does. And the restaurant goes under. And he's like, you're a very bad man. He keeps saying it to Jerry. Yeah. So I thought, I'll just keep oh, out of it. I'm sure they know what they're doing. It has to, you have to adapt to the tastes of the local people. You That's know, it. If you went and set up a fucking, you know, restaurant in, you know, um, Look, that Chinese listen, place that you went to with a hot pot no. and they love their spicy food, you can't fucking serve bland shit. Dude, there, can you? you telling me it. Greg's wouldn't go down a storm in Shanghai? I'm telling Man, you Greg's, right now. Greg's didn't work in Jersey for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, well, you guys are crazy. They, they came over here. <laughs> you guys are nuts. They opened up like ten <laughs> Greg's. You shoot them away. And they with all closed. Flaming yeah. torches. <laughs> no, it's because like it's Get the same. Get off my island, you fuckers! No, no, but it's the same. Subway came over here too, and the same thing happened. They opened like five subways. Nobody went because locally there's already like a, a million. Nice sandwich shop. So, like, why the fuck would you go get rubbery Subway when you can get like hey, a nice sandwich from a local? You leave place? Subway out of this, all right? No, I'm like, just saying like though. Subway. That's it. It's so true. And Greg's was the same. Like, they, there's a whole bunch of because there never has been a Greg's. There was like a, I guess, a niche for like local bakeries to yeah, do that, I would sausage rolls that. and all that shit. Yeah. So people are more accustomed to going there already. So Greg's just failed instantly because Good. everybody's like, well, what the fuck would I go to Greg's when I could just go to like this local bakery? This see, like, that's rare a million times better in, in twickenham we used to have bakeries and then greg's turned up and the bakeries went out of business like pretty quick yeah, yeah. shit bakeries they were pretty shit yeah so okay, you gotta be a good happens. bakery the cavan bakery on twickenham high street had to shut down had to shut down because of mice mice infestation shut the whole place down i'm serious now it's a place yeah, where I you mean, can take happens. your baby to learn to swim that's literally twickenham in a nutshell incredible it's a lovely place talking of mice lovely... i have mice i had to buy humane mouse traps haven't caught any yet we'll keep you updated right. hey you know what you should do flax fucking uh, put them on ice and sell them to a pet shop so that snake owners can buy them and feed <laughs> their snakes. i'm not gonna feed you can a make mouse. a little bit you, you can make a little bit of uh, money on the side you know yeah how much a couple of pounds i think i had an i think i had an iced mice before i went on the bouncy castle actually <laughs> iced mice i'm not gonna freeze a mouse to feed the snakes why not it's horrible because it's i'm gonna set him free it's a little mouse let him live his you life know, yeah but well he's just gonna get eaten by a snake in the wild you might as yeah, well just freeze him thing. you won't First know it's of coming all, he's not gonna how get many eaten by snakes a snake? are in twickenham none you know the snake well, grass snakes. snake eats a mouse like that just swallows it whole and then doesn't eat again for like a week because his insides just like work on that on that. I ain't, mouse. I ain't gonna, gross. I ain't gonna freeze a mouse. That's not cool. I can't do that. When I went to buy Terry, there was a guy at the pet shop ahead of me who recognized me. Turned around, he's like, "Oh, hey, Sips, what's up?" I was like, "Oh, hey, what's Got up?" A gaping vagina, blah blah blah. I got yeah. a tiny penis. Uh, no, he didn't say anything like that. And then he had these plastic Ziploc bags filled with like frozen dead mice. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I got snakes at home." It's like, holy shit. There's like a, like a special fridge at the back of the pet shop that just has Ziploc bags filled with frozen dead mice and rats oh and God. shit. So you think you got a problem. He's, you know, having mice. He's got snakes. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, that's, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's weird. Like, cause, cause now that I have a tortoise, I, I, I appreciate how difficult it is and tricky it is to like keep reptiles and stuff. So Props to a uh, snake owner guy there. That's crazy. Yeah, you've got like dependents. You know, they lead you to give them leaf. You gotta stuff. like, you gotta, you gotta heat them properly and light them properly and it's feed them properly. It's almost like they're not designed to be kept in a house or no, taken out of their it's, environment. Like crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, thanks everybody. Uh, that's the Trifles podcast. Like no point five. On your. Have to end it here. Uh, Patreon. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Goodbye. Bye.